Welcome to the A-Level Biologist Podcast, bringing you the most exciting area in the world right now, covering education and business in life science. Your host is Ariane Mizarafi Ahi, who's on a mission to do for the body what the internet has done for the mind. He's a PhD dropout and the creator of the A-Level Biologist, your hub. Please give it up for Ariane and enjoy. Hi guys, how's it going? Did you know the human brain uses less energy than a fridge light? Didn't see that coming, did you? Welcome to this podcast about the everyday effects that life science can have on people. I met Toby in the Oxum shop down the road where we're both volunteering. He showed me a bunch of lab baby videos and the rest was history. Toby, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Ariane. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, talk to me about your school and your A-level subjects that you did. Um, my A-levels, I did bio, uh, business, IT and photography. And when we were supposed to be revising and all of that, I just spent my time just watching a film or on Facebook, basically doing the opposite of when we were, what we were supposed to be doing. And was there like one of them that you actually enjoyed, one of the A-level subjects? Uh, well, to be honest, I did photography because my brother's a professional photographer, so I got sort of uh, influence off of that. And my dad is incredibly good at mon- running businesses, and that's why the business studies came in. And to be honest, I've, I'm considered like <clears throat> the Steve Jobs of my house when it comes to photo- when it comes to IT. So everyone comes to me for help, basically. Did you want to? take any of those subjects as a career path or did you want to study them after A-levels or did you have any plans with them? Not really actually I didn't I was just doing a just doing those because I think they were the best that were out there that I could do. So how, how long did you spend actually choosing those subjects? Uh, I'd say about a month because we had to go from year 11 to year 12 knowing what our subjects wanted to be to get our places in the classes that we had. So a month is not that long really, is it? No, but at the same time, the subjects that were available, they just stood out for me. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if um, anyone knows this, but actually, um, when I chose my A-levels, I actually chose politics A-level for like a month or so. And then I decided, I just, the teacher was not very good, so I decided I absolutely hated it. Um, and I just decided to do chemistry instead, which is just says how much I didn't like the politics <laughs> A-level. Okay, um, so Toby has some very interesting stories. We'll hear them in just a sec. Toby has a very interesting story that started only a few hours after he was born. Tell us what happened. Um, how do I put this? Uh, two hours after I was born, I started to turn blue. And the doctors looked at me and said, yeah, that's, that's not right. We need to take a look at him. And then after a few scans, they found out that I had a hole in one of the ventricles in my heart. So uh, two hours after I, after I was born, I had a six-hour emergency surgery. So great start in life. That is really intense. So what did they fix the heart issue? They For the time, yes, they did fix it. And then three years later, when they were 
when they were checking on it, I had a stroke on the table. Why, why did you get a stroke on the table? I think it was just pure, uh, well, I say chance, but that's not, that's not why it's pure unluckiness. So just bad, so just bad luck, like, uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say that. Yeah. That was quite, like, that was a few years ago, wasn't it? Like, um, how old are you actually? Maybe I should ask that. <laughs> I'm 23. So it happened about 20 years ago. Oh, wow. That is a while ago. I'm, I guess it's just, um, it's very rare and I'm hoping it doesn't really happen anymore, hopefully. Yeah, well, what happened, happened. Can't really change that. We'll hear more about Toby's story coming up next. You always say you don't want people feeling sorry for you. You just want them to be informed. How have people reacted to it in your daily life? Some people have reacted incredibly badly, thinking, oh, God, he's gone through a lot. And then others have just said, you're still here, so I'm surprised by that. I just put it down as just shit happens. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. But have, have some people been really supportive and really understanding? Oh, people have been really understanding, yeah, considering what, what has happened otherwise because of it. Yeah. Is there anything else that got affected from the stroke as a result of that? Um, the stroke that I had was because of an air bubble that went through one of the ventricles in my heart. So that's where the stroke came in. And because of that, I have a right-handed weakness that is still, unfortunately, affecting me still today. So have people noticed that or...? Oh, it's pretty obvious. It's very obvious. The way I do, the way I do stuff is they definitely notice the difference in what they see as normal compared to what I have. Okay. What things do you like doing in your spare time? If, if anything, I just watch films, game, and go out and have something to eat. Just have a drink, and that's pretty much it. Not much of a social life. I, I think most people would probably like feel they don't like feel they don't do enough. But like the things that you, the small things that you do, are a big deal. Like if someone asked me, "Oh, you know, what are you into?" I just freeze and I just be like, "Oh." I don't know, I'm not into anything. <laughs> but then if I think about what I do in a day, it's like, okay, I like cycling or I like walking or I like reading or, you know, like there, there are stuff that like people do. Um, and like from what, from what, you know, from what you've shown me, I think like I've, like you've given me some of your hobbies because you've shown me so many videos and things and told me about stuff. And I didn't know that. I didn't know about that. Like there's a lot of movies and shows and games and things like that. Um, that I just don't know about. Sometimes I feel like a total ignorant person, really. But from that, I can tell that you definitely do spend quite a lot of time on these things and you're super into it and also knowledgeable about it. Like, you just come up with random, like, fun facts. Like, did you know this? Did you know that? And I'm like, no, I didn't. So you do spend a lot of time, like, reading and like, watching stuff. So, um, yeah, maybe you don't realise that. <laughs> The A-Level Biologist podcast is sponsored by the alevelbiologist.co.uk, a high school biology resource with over 1 million visits that covers over half a thousand trackable and searchable topics. Pretty Heady from the studentroom.co.uk says, I've struggled so much with feeling overwhelmed with biology revision and I don't know where to start. 
but your website is just what I need. It tells me all the information I need and the knowledge I need to then build on, and it's written in a way that soaks straight up into my brain. For some reason, I remember everything you have written. Thanks so much. You're very welcome, Pretty Hetty. The alevelbiologist.co.uk offers great value student and teacher subscriptions and scholarships while supporting health and education charities. Visit the alevelbiologist.co.uk today. Did you have any job that you wanted to do or any ideal job that you thought you wanted to do when you were in school? Um, I didn't have the greatest of uh, experiences with my A-levels and it ended up causing me to leave my school and I was looking looking around thinking what do I want to do and uh, I've always had a passion for cooking so I found a hospitality course in uh, college and then it's just gone from there. I've had jobs to job working in a uh, golf and country club, a children's getaway Place called place called PGL or parents get lost is like a kid's getaway. Oh right, <laughs> parents get lost. Yeah. What do the kids do at parents get lost? Uh, well, I worked behind the bar and in the retail shop, and kids were doing stuff like uh, just running around. Was there like a climbing? Yeah, climbing. Pretty much everything a small child wants to do. So tell me a bit about your, um, what was it, movie reviewer, movie movie critic um, thing. You said you, at one point, you were potentially interested in that. Um, yeah. There's always one person that everyone uh, just looks to for a personal, professional review. Like I use IGN or International Game and Network to look at video games and a bloke called Jeremy Jones to look at films. And they find out they're all... They find stuff incredibly just to the point, basically about everything that you need to know. So you wanted to, you like, um, you just thought you might want to do that as well, or just watch them doing it. Well, some some people can be incredibly uh, good at what they do to the point where they've got <clears throat> millions of subscribers, and it takes a lot of time to be able to get to that point, but. <laughs> As much as I would like to do that, it would just seem to, not to take too much time, but a lot, it would put a lot of pressure on me to get up to that level. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't know how long it would take, but just even just editing, you know, the audio content for podcasts takes a bit of time and then for video it would take even longer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of investment really that you need to put into it. Um, so have you, have you dropped that or are you thinking maybe, maybe one day? I've or just, dropped that. Yeah. Fair enough. I have another question for Toby in the next segment. So people sometimes have mixed um, feelings about the NHS, um, whether it's an, um, an, uh, a treasure, a national treasure. And I was wondering um, if you thought there were any aspects of it that needed improvement or if you thought that it was, it was good. Um, national treasure, it is heading towards, I'll give it that, but... In terms of my whole medical history, they've always been able to provide the best service because of my because of my past. But in terms of other 
in terms of other parts, this whole thing with CBD oil, it needs a bit more, a uh, little bit more um, research. Research, or? yeah. A little bit of research, little bit more research as a priority compared to other stuff. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's there's always there always needs to be constant research um, for everything, actually. Um, but with, yeah, that is a new area, isn't it? But with CBD oil, it helps for certain things like epilepsy. As a friend of mine has, he's potentially taking it, and it's potentially going to help him out. I know someone who's got extreme anxiety and someone who's got extreme depression, and they're both taking it, and it's really helping them out. That's really good. I thought, um, is um, is it already available on prescription from pharmacies? No, not no? yet. It's available at shops, yes, but it's not the complete uh, package as you would expect. Right. Okay. But 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 bottom line is the NHS is like pretty decent. But I'd say it's pretty decent. Yeah, I'd say that. I agree. Thanks for joining me, Toby. Thank you for listening. And remember, the moon is not a sphere. It's an egg shape where the pointy end is facing away from us. Look it up. It's terrifying. Bye. Hey, it's me again. Didn't see that coming, did you? I'm here to thank you for the phenomenal growth in the past season and ask you to take a part in next season's success. Share this episode and add your review now. Thank you so much and see you in the next one.